Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello there, friends. This is Deb. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I have something really special that we are going to share today here on Mom Tips Tuesday. Last week, Crystal Porter and I were together in Phoenix and we were finishing up the uh, final beautiful pieces of content for our mothering kits. And one of the things that the Lord led us to do was a really encouraging talk about depression and anxiety. And uh, Crystal and I were very vulnerable, very honest about our struggles with depression and we decided we wanted to share it with you here on the podcast. So this week's Mom Tips Tuesday will be an excerpt, um, one of the things from the Mothering Kits in the special topic section, which every month we have a special topic that will help you, um, things like depression, anxiety, things like culture, things that culture is doing and uh, children being confused about gender and things like that. We're going to really tackle some some topics in that area of the mothering kit. And so this month we decided to tackle uh, depression and anxiety because we're talking in the mothering kits about the fact that the wise woman is intentional. And guys, we do have to be intentional when we're depressed and when we're anxious and especially if we're suicidal. And both Crystal and I opened up in this broadcast and we shared about the fact that we both have had thoughts of suicide and it's the enemy and it's the devil and we're going to talk about it. So I hope that you enjoy this. I hope it blesses you. I'm going to pray for you right now. Lord, I pray for my dear one listening. Lord, bless her. Help her to know that you love her so much. And Lord, if she is struggling with depression and anxiety, I pray that she will see what's really going on, God, that you will give her eyes to see what's happening. And Lord, if this is an attack of the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, God, that he would leave her in Jesus' name. And Lord, that she would say in Jesus name, Satan, you must go because we do have the authority to cast out demons in the name of Jesus as believers. And so Lord, that she would pick up that authority. She would rise up and be strong. She would not be weak. She would know that she can do all things through Christ who strengthens her and that you are going to help her. You're going to lift her up. Your kindness is going to draw her to you and you're going to just give her such a beautiful hope and a future, Lord. I pray that she will see that her life has meaning and that you have amazing plans for her life, God. And we just speak a blessing over my dear friend that's listening today and help her to know that you love her. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thanks for listening. I'm going to share that right now here in this space and be sure to share this with a friend, especially if you have a friend that's depressed or struggling with anxiety. We love you and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our special topic this month. We're really excited about this one. I feel like it's a it's a universal mom topic that nobody likes to talk about. It's true because it's messy and it's not, uh, there's not a one size fits all remedy. And um, yeah, so our topic is we're tackling mom funks, anxiety, and depression mm-hmm. with intentionality. And when we talk about intentionality, we're talking about being intentional with Jesus. Yeah. 
We're not just saying, just go be intentional and do a few things, but just really doing some soul searching with the Lord and finding some ways to kind of get through these humps, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we decided, Deb and I, that we were going to get really vulnerable with you this month and share yeah. some of our own anxiety and depression bouts and what that felt like and really, you know, um, yeah, just be honest mm-hmm. yeah. because it's really hard to be honest it is sometimes. Hard, but we're going to be honest, but we should pray first. Yeah. You want to pray? Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to be here. Lord, thank you for our dear one listening today, watching the video. Lord, I pray that we would say exactly the words you want us to say. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak, that um, everyone here would feel understood by you. They would feel your presence. They would feel hopeful that you can help them, you will help them, that everyone who watches this video, Lord, when they're done watching this video, when they turn it off, they will know that uh, they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them and that you are with them and they are never alone in Jesus name. Amen. Mm, Amen. You know, Deb, as you prayed, I thought about this month's subscription and the Every month I kind of pray and ask God, like, show me a theme. What is it supposed to look like? So as you guys are interacting with the platform, you know, how does it feel? I wanted it to all, I want it always to feel beautiful and a place that you like to look at, you know, those things matter. So, um, this month though, he was like purple lavender all over the place. So pretty. And I was just thinking about, as you prayed that, um, you know, we're talking all about intentionality this month. The wise woman is intentional. And I was thinking lavender, you know, when you have a little oil, I used to be a total oil lady and it, it's all about calming and mm, peacefulness. I love lavender and oil. I didn't even connect any of that until I don't know why. That was just a random thought in my mind. But hopefully this, this month, the subscription is bringing you some peace and calming into your life because, yeah, the Lord can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially this area. So I'll start. So I have struggled with depression on and off. And I would say, I would call it, sometimes it was true depression where you're just in that slump and funk and you feel like nothing can pull you out. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to get dressed. You don't want to take a shower. Um, You don't want to make food for your family. Like that's my thing. When I stop cooking, everyone's like, Ooh, mom's in like mom's having a hard time because I just have no motivation. Zero. It's just like, I'm on the bottom floor, um, in my mind. And, and so I've probably, and, and it's been a little roller coaster with that, but probably about, I was telling Deb about this at dinner last night that a couple, seven months ago or so, um, I was having a hard time. It was like another little dip and I was just feeling that overwhelming. It was just an overwhelming sadness. And I, and it was just, I have self-condemning thoughts. Like you're not even good at anything. You don't do any, you know, everything that you start, you don't finish. And, you know, like you're not even doing a great job being a mom and all these things you wanted to do, you haven't done them. And you're not a good wife and you're not good at house cleaning and you're not good at housekeeping and um, you're selfish. And I mean, all these self-condemning things. And it was just driving me lower and lower and lower. And this voice that was in my head Mm. was so overwhelming. And so, um, and I, you know, got to points where I was like, well, I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't, why am I even here? 
And when you start going there, you know, like this is, this is deep stuff. This is deep sadness. How do I pull myself out of this? And we can't, we can't pull ourselves out. We need the Lord's help to pull us Mm -hmm. out. Um, But I did hear something and it changed my mind that day and it made me mad. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good. That's what kind of helped me um, was I heard, you know, there's a verse that talks about greater is he than who, will you tell me? He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Yes. And and that the darkness will not overcome it. The darkness will not overcome what's inside you. However, sometimes the darkness, so we feel as though, and even in the scripture that I was reading, it feels as though the darkness has overcome you. That it is like it it's is trying completely to. taken hold. Yeah. It is saturated into your whole being. And I just got so mad. And I thought, what? This is not supposed to be happening. I'm a believer. I have God in me. I have light in me. The darkness is not supposed to overcome me, yet here I am. And I felt this like great kind of injustice. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's it. I am done with this. I am done with letting this darkness overcome me. What do I need to do? I don't want to ever let it win again. And it felt like a battle, like it was winning. And I was allowing it. And then Deb, you said last night you were talking about that that the devil is small. Tell me, tell us about that. For well, a if you think about that scripture, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And I had a similar experience where when I found out what was happening to me, I got mad. Mm. And I think that it's righteous anger as Christians. Yeah. I think you know it's good. So when and you know what I think is interesting as you were talking, it was seven months ago. It was when we were thinking about these mothering kits. Oh wow! Seven months ago, we were planning yeah. and working towards the mothering kits. Mm. And uh, nine years ago, whenever. God gave the idea and he gave it to me, to, you know, our friends, we got together to do help club, but it, God gave me this idea for help club nine years ago. Mm. And it was the darkest season in my life. Like I would think this is going to sound crazy, but it just shows. I hope that it, it encourages someone out there mm-hmm. too. Okay. But the enemy attacks the beginning of something. We were beginning the mothering kits, you know, working on them seven months ago. I was beginning help club. You know, Mm -hmm. we were starting with our group. We had 30 people that we went Mm -hmm. through the Bible studies that I had written at the time and we're working on it. But I would, I would have these thoughts like I'm depressed. I'm depressed. And this is the part that's going to sound crazy. And maybe you guys can relate to it, but Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it. I used to lay in bed at night to think about how many Benadryls I would need to take to end it. And then I'd be like, well, I don't want to halfway end it. And I don't want to end it like where I'm just like in the hospital, not able to recover. But then I would be alive and, you know, in that state. And then I started thinking about the hydrocodone that I had in the cabinet. And I had to get up and throw it down the toilet mm. because I would think about the hydrocodone. Mm. It's the devil. Yeah. So then I was listening to Joyce Meyer and she said she got mad because she was depressed. Mm. And then she figured out that the devil talks in first person. 
And he will say, because he's a liar, right? What does the Bible call him? In Revelation, it calls him the accuser of the brethren. Mm. He's like, he accused you. Oh, what are yeah. you? Who do you think you are? You're, you need to just go and just yeah. end it, right? Yeah. He's the accuser of the brethren. So he is accusing you and he will not stop at saying first person and make you think that you're thinking those thoughts, but they're not even you. And so when you're mm. having those thoughts, I'm depressed, honestly, I think that you should do like what Joyce did. And she said, oh my goodness, I got so mad at the devil because I got mad hmm. at the devil too. And in the Bible, it says that this, these are the signs that will accompany those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. Mm. And if there is a demon messing with you and telling you these things, especially at night, right? They come mm. at nighttime. A lot of times these thoughts come at night. Satan, in Jesus name, I speak to you. You must go. Mm. And a lot of times it'll just leave, but then there's also a follow through. I think that we have to do because I think that we need to start ignoring it and replacing those thoughts with something that uh, is a pleasant thought, a true thought, you know, scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or I'm holy and dearly loved or whatever it is that you need mm -hmm. to start thinking about. But the less that you think about those thoughts and you give them, it's any thought. Like if you, if you think a thought, it, it's that wolf thing, right? Do you remember reading about the wolf? The wolf that you feed is the one that's going to get bigger, right? Mm. The wolf that you feed, if you have two wolves and you're feeding one wolf, but you're not feeding the other wolf, the wolf that you feed is going to get bigger. And those thoughts that you allow to, to you think about in your mind, mm -hmm. the more that you think about them, they're going to get bigger. But if you just stop thinking about them, and I know this, oh, just stop thinking. That's, I know, I understand that's hard. But the way that you could stop thinking is you could think about something else. So think mm. about a scripture. Speak, mm. you know, tell the devil, leave you in Jesus name, um, get up and do something else. I know mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that. Pray scripture. We're going to talk about that, but just thinking something else, like I'm thankful for my family, like being thankful. Do you remember? And we talked about this. We had a, um, a zoom group and I hope all you guys come this month. We had yeah, a zoom group last month, uh, for our moms and the Lord had been speaking to me about that scripture that says enter his gates in Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Well, that's in the old Testament. That's in Psalms. And, uh, oh, I wasn't going to talk about it. So I'm bad with the addresses, but I'm really good with scripture. But <laughs> yeah, she has it on her yeah, heart. I have it in my mind yeah. and on my heart. But if you think about that scripture, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit now that you have God's spirit living inside of you as a Christian. So if you think about that, it's a little different now. You're not entering into the temple now to go worship God like they did before. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You're actually, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. The temple's inside of you. And so by being thankful and by praising Jesus, you're going to feel his presence more. It's like mm -hmm. enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So you're able to kind of... Um, I don't know if the phrase sit down on the inside of you, like it, it's, it's not like a weird thing, but like just really focusing on the Lord and just knowing mm -hmm. that he's in you, you know, you have, you're the temple, of the Holy spirit. So Lord, I'm going to enter your gates with Thanksgiving. Thank you for my family. Thank you for this day. Thank you mm -hmm. for my bed. Thank you for my roof. Thank you for uh, the money that you gave me this week for groceries. Thank you for this. Uh, and praise. Lord, I mm. praise you that you are good and you are kind and you're always with me and you never leave me. I praise you, your Lord, you're faithful. What happens is you start feeling God's presence. Whereas before mm. in the Old Testament, they would walk into the temple to feel God's presence. The temple is in you. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So when you are thankful and when you praise God, you're going to feel it more wow. yourself.
That's so good. (laughs) You guys, we don't, you know, we have all of our stuff planned out to say, and God always works because Mm -hmm. we weren't planning on saying any of that. And we always go, that's from the Lord. He He wanted somebody to hear that right now. And the other, you know, so we're going to take you through a little process today. And we're obviously honest, like we have struggled with all the things we're about to talk about, mom funks, anxiety, and depression. And I think that if any mom were actually honest, she would say she struggles with some of these two. Mm-hmm. Um, on and off, right? We have good moments and good seasons and really hard seasons sometimes. And so we're going to take you through, I don't know how many steps we're going to get through today, but we're going to just try to get through the the best ones to uh, launch you forward. And on that note, our number one thing. So if you find your sp- yourself in a space of anxiousness, waking up at night mm-hmm. with those crazy thoughts that are just going, 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 um, feel like you're in a, you know, sad mode all the time. Uh, feel like you have no motivation, all these things. Um, our first step (laughs) and it's literal and figurative, but it's take one step forward. Mm -hmm. One step, do one thing. It's this idea of forward motion. And it's actually, once you make a first step, and I'm going to tell you what an example of that could be, it's easier to take the second step. Yeah. And then it's easier to take the third step. But sometimes in order to pull yourself out of that place, you just need to do something. So I know for me, when I'm in an extra dark season, I don't want to get out of bed. Like I was saying, I don't want to take a shower. I don't want to do anything. So for me, my step is I'm going to take a shower Mm -hmm. and then I take a shower and I'm like, well, I'm going to do my hair and then I feel a little bit better about myself. And then I'm like, if you take a cold shower, especially you've been taking cold Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been on a whole health and mental health journey. And so I've been taking cold showers. Um, Finishing your last two minutes is still good. You take a regular shower and finish your last two minutes cold. Yep. Mary Jo does that. We talked about that. In yeah. this month's videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doing things that will actually wake up your mind mm-hmm. because a lot of times we feel like we're trapped and our mind needs to wake up and it needs to be activated. And so God has placed all these things in the world, like resources everywhere for us. And cold water is a resource. So you can literally, to either, I mean, I take a full on cold shower if I can, wherever I'm at. at her house, I can do it in Colorado, Arizona. I cannot. It's like, lukewarm coming out of the tap. But, um, you know, if you can just do one thing, so maybe that's just get out of bed and that's it. That was your one forward motion and see what happens after that. Do one thing. And the power of one thing is a pretty big deal. That's really good. Yeah. So our number two is Exercise. Do you want to talk about that? Exercise. The word. I said nobody's going to want to hear it. I know. I'm going to talk about exercise, but I don't think it's number two. I think number one would be the word, which we're going to talk about that. But I do want to talk about exercise. So these are out of order. Yeah, they're out of order. It's okay. Um, Oh, I know it's hard because exercise. You could feel just start feeling condemnation as soon as someone says the word exercise. Mm. But what if we were thinking about it differently? Yeah. Just. Don't worry about how many calories you're burning. Just do something that you'd like to do. So if if, yeah. if you have all the kids and you're feeling depressed, just get them and walk down the street and come back. And I, to me, that's not very relaxing because when the kids are all over the place, but if they're at the stage mm-hmm. where they could ride and they're safe, that's easier 
Um, but if they're in the stroller, it's probably easier. Yeah. Um, but vitamin D is so Vitamin important. D is a huge deal for you and your children. Yeah. And I, so my job outside of Help Club for Moms is, um, is that I teach birthing classes to parents. And so in my birthing classes, I talk all about how important it is. And, and my number one question asked in class, not ironically, is how do you, how do you prevent postpartum depression? Mm-hmm. People are, you know, like, yeah, they're worried about their baby and how are they going to birth their baby and get through contractions, but they're more worried about how am I going to make sure I don't get postpartum depression. And I get that every class. And so, um, and I tell them my remedy or my proactive plan to like combating those baby blues that a lot of moms feel after they have babies is you need to get outside. You have to get outside. Vitamin D, 30 minutes a day, is one of the most important things you can do to uh, be proactive, to not feel depressed. Mm -hmm. And so, and that is so hard because that requires putting clothes on and putting shoes on and getting things ready. But if you can get out on your own for 30 minutes and go get in this regular habit of taking a walk, I'm telling you, that'll change your life. If you can do that, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you what I know from research. If you can do that within the first hour of waking up, so mm. whatever your sleep cycle is within that first hour, if you can go get out and walk in the sun for 30 minutes, you're creating a whole rhythm for your body for the entire day. Your mind is literally getting like a, a new... Um, I, I, it's almost like getting a newness and it's going to keep, keep it for the rest of the day. Sorry. I did not say that well, but, um, yeah, it's so good. So vitamin D and taking vitamin outside. D taking 2000 milligrams a day is great. Mm-hmm. 2000 milligrams is awesome. We're not doctors. We're not so doctors. We're going to just do that right yeah. away. But still we know that there's little things that, you know, as moms, we want to share with each other to, mm-hmm. to help each other out. Um, and don't think about losing weight. As you're exercising, don't think it has to be like, okay, I've got to get this weight off. And a lot of us are in that spot. I was in that spot. I've been on my whole journey trying to get out of that place. Um, And actually, I think I should say what what the Lord told me. So last year, I through COVID, through just feeling sad and just like cultural stuff, feeling feeling so heavy, I had gained about twenty eight pounds, and I really just sat inside and just ate baked goods and just did nothing. And, and so I see how it happened. Um, but I, I started trying to do a little exercise workout plan, eating plan. And I was so self condemning. Oh, I've got to like the the scale has to change every day. And I've got to see, like, I've got to see stuff coming off. And I, I became like obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And then it was so unhealthy. So God was like, stop that. You're not allowed to do that right now. I don't want you to work on this. Um, and then he had me come back to it like a year later. And, and he told me I needed to be in a good mental place to start doing this. So and you've done so good. <laughs> she comes to my house in Colorado to work on the mother and kids and she goes shopping right away to vitamin cottage and gets her food. And yeah, you're doing so good. And it's really hard to stick with it, but it's also not hard because when the Lord, when he gives it to you and when you're doing it with the right heart, my sister talks about, she's so cute. One day she wanted to get back in shape after she had her baby. And she said, 
All right, I'm going to do joyful movement only. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to think about working out. I'm not going to think about doing anything hard. It's only going to be joyful movement. And I'm like, Ashley, that's, that should be a term. Like that should be a coined thing that you do joyful movement when you work out because then that keeps you in it. And you and not even just working out. You go take a walk, enjoying the sunset, enjoying the okay. sunrise. You know, you want to go to a Zumba class because you like to dance. Do something that you like. And it's it's seriously it makes a huge difference. And don't difference. worry about whether or not you're going to lose weight. Yeah. It's for your mind. Yeah. It's not just for your body. Your body is one of the, you know, it's it's something that, you know, it's a bonus. Mm -hmm. But your mind being clear Ugh. is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. So how about we're going to talk about how about if you have anxiety at night? We wanted to address this one. And Deb, I think you should do that. Yeah, it's hard. I actually had anxiety last night. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wish I was completely over this, but I think that what helps me is sometimes I think about it a little differently where, well, maybe God just wants me to pray more. And it's because the thoughts, they go round and round, right? Sometimes they go round and round. And I think praying is also just being in his presence. It's just being in his presence. And maybe you haven't been. I know. I don't, I don't know what it was last night, but yeah. I was just praying and praying and praying. And I don't even think I got that much sleep, but you know what, what does the word say? Mm. Sorrow may last for the night, but joy comes mm. in the morning. And I think all of us need to be saying that out loud, that scripture out loud. Sorrow may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning because your joy will come in the morning. And this yeah. morning I just got up. I was exhausted because I didn't sleep last night, but I just said, you know what? It's going to be a great day. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's going to be great. And I just got up and I just started moving and I worshiped. I sang my songs that I'd like to worship. And then, you know, it starts to change for you. You're, you're mm. I wish I would have just gotten up in the middle of the night to sing like mm. you did that before, right? Oh yeah. That's my, that's kind of my thing is if I'm having anxiety at night, I take that as a little signal that the Lord wants me to spend time with him. And so I just pray like, Lord, make up for this time for sleep tomorrow and help me. Um, and he does. And so, I mean, I have nights and this is not like a little like, Oh, just spend like 15 minutes with me. I'll go spend four hours with mm -hmm. the Lord from 1am to 5am. <laughs> and then my kids are waking up a couple hours and later. Like, oh. Um, but I, and especially in busy seasons of mothering where you are struggling to spend that time with the Lord. Um, I think the anxiety comes from a restless heart, an unsettled heart. And then you, you know that the remedy to an unsettled heart is being in God's presence. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it really does change everything. And I can't tell you the revelations I've had, the comfort that I've had, the peace that I've gained when I have gone into my front room while everybody was sleeping, put headphones in, listened to worship music and just worshiped God for hours for hours and hours and hours. And I woke up the next day feeling changed and new and refreshed. And, you know, we can take it from Paul in the Bible. Um, you know, Paul had a hard time. Mm -hmm. And as we think about him, like he kind of struggled for his whole life with this type of stuff. Like he didn't even want to be in the world. He's like, I would rather Go be, be with, with you, yeah. God. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. be here. This life is hard. He had some kind of ailment that we don't know about exactly what it was that but he also went to him. heaven. He also went to heaven. He went yeah. out and the word says there was a man 
who was caught up into the third heaven. So he went to heaven, but he didn't talk about it being him, but he did Mm. go to heaven. So he saw and heard things that he was not permitted to talk about. And he had the thorn in his flesh. So of course he would want to go home to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. So he had issues. That's what I'm saying. And he had to, he just knew he, I mean, he's one of my favorite. He's, he's one of my, if if I can meet somebody, it would be him. But I think about that and I just think we might struggle Mm. with stuff like this for our life. Like this might not, I I wish I could say like, yeah, just do these little things and it's all going to go away. But we might just have to keep coming to the Lord and the Lord might have to be like, hey, it's one, it's time for one of those 1am worship times with me. Come be with me. Come sit with me. It's been a hard season. It's been a hard month. And we might just have to listen to that and not take it as I just had a night of anxiety, you know, but hey. I woke up, my heart felt distressed. I felt plagued by something in my mind. All right, I got to go spend time with the Lord. I mean, if, I, I just can't imagine what would shift if we decided to do that more regularly. And that's something that's come more new in my life within the past couple of years. And it has changed so much for me. Mm, that um, is so good. Given me deep peace that I didn't have before. Um do you want to read yeah, Psalm read 91? This. Okay, so we're so excited. I want about to read this. this to you guys because it is from the Passion Translation. Psalm, and I, 91. Psalm 91. And I love this version of the Passion of this scripture. And listen to how beautiful it is. Maybe close your eyes if you're not driving. Mm. <laughs> when you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will, and I always say in Jesus name, because I just like saying the name of Jesus, Hmm. you will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. And I say in Jesus name, Hmm. I will not fear a thing because the Mm -hmm. next thing says, don't fear a thing. I make it personal, make it personal, Hmm. whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you. And I say my, I'll say whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble me. In Jesus' name, nor will the powers of evil be launched against me. See, I say me. Mm. Um, even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you mm. will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. Yeah. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, Mm. trampling every one of them beneath your feet. Mm. For here's what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have loved, you loved me, delighted in me and have been loyal to my name. I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, and you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Wow. Wow. 
If you read that at night before you go to bed, you will sleep better. When I read this Psalm at night, I sleep so much better at night. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning, if you're like me and you struggle with morning anxiety, sometimes you read it out loud in the morning to get your day going, to get it going. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. (laughs) So good. 91. We're yeah. going to rattle off yep. our last couple because we're going to be cut off here mm-hmm. in just a minute. Yeah. Um, but call a friend to pray. Yes. If you are in a season like this, call a friend to pray. Ask them to just go out for coffee and talk through some of your struggles that you're having. Um, another one is guard your mind. Yeah. Make sure that you're not yes, watching yes, things so that are good. not good for your mind. Yes. Stay away from it. Yeah. yeah. Don't scroll yep. Instagram. Mm-mm. If you feel like you're in a season of depression or anxiety yep. or just funk, get off offline. Yes. <laughs> offline read a book, as much like as you your can. Book there. Read a book. I have a life-giving book that I read all the time every or once a year called Gifts. It looks Gifts so- from the sea and it's so beautiful and it's all tattered because I love it, oh. but it restores my soul. Do something for your soul. Um and then tell yourself the truth yes. really quick. Yes. Deb said this, tell tell yourself the truth. It's just a season. It's just a season. It's not going to last forever. You're going to come out of it. Yeah. Joy comes in the morning. You're going to come out of it. It's just a phase. It's like children. They go in and out of phases. You're going in and out of a phase. It's not going to stay with you all the time. Just stop saying that. It's the devil. Honestly, the devil will talk through you and say those types of things and don't let him do it. Get Mm. mad at him if you need to. In Jesus name, you must go. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's just a season. I'm coming out of it. God is helping me. Even speaking of it in present tense, God is helping me. I'm coming out of this. Mm. I'm getting stronger and stronger every day with Christ. Yeah. I love that. And just one last thing, Satan wants to keep you away from God's word. Yeah. So if you want peace, Ugh. he doesn't want you to ring, read Psalm 91 before you go to bed. Like you, it's real, you guys. So stay in God's word. Stay in God's word. Um, and let's pray. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, this is another one that's really kind of big, quick, real big. We're going to run out of time. Okay. Oh. Let go, let go and say, God, can you fight this battle for me? Let go, mm. let go. Just let it go. God yeah. fight for me. And yeah. just be still. Okay. We can pray. <laughs> I'm just, it's like literally about tiny. to click off. Lord, Lord, pray for each of these ladies. I love them so much. Help them. In Jesus' name we Amen. pray. Amen.